God is not a God of disorder or confusion, but is the God of peace. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains but do not have love, I am nothing. We also have the prophetic message as something completely reliable, and you will do well to pay attention to it as to a light shining in a dark place. Until the day dawns and the morning stars rise in your hearts. You are tuning into the Tribe of Christians podcast with host Brandon Dawson, the chief sinner, bringing you a peace of mind, clarity, insight, and perspective to the world you live in by the word of God, featuring the latest updates on end time prophecy news. Don't, Don't forget, forget to subscribe to the, to the Tribe of, of Christians, Christians broadcast, broadcast either on Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Podbean, SoundCloud, Facebook, or YouTube at tribeofchristians.com. Without further ado, here is your host and teacher, The Chief Sinner. Welcome and thank you for tuning in to the Tribe of Christians podcast. I'm your host and teacher, Brandon Dawson. I have received a dire prophetic warning through a dream concerning England that I'm going to share, as well as recent activity that is occurring between the nations of Israel, the United States, Iran, and Palestinians that may be connected to prophecies relating to the Third Temple. There are a lot of things that are going on, a ton of things that have happened and are currently happening that I'm going to talk about, a lot of headlines I'm going to get into. We've got things going on with Iran. There are stuff happening with China. There's stuff happening with, uh, in Israel with the Temple Mount, and there's things happening with the U.S. economy and with the oil. And so there's a lot of stuff that I'm going to get into and a lot of headlines where I'm going to explain the significance behind all these events and what it means for our nation and for biblical prophecy. I'm also going to share a dream that the Lord gave me uh, last night, Monday, May 10th, which I believe is a significant warning concerning Europe and England. Now, if you guys have been keeping up with our podcast, the Tribe of Christians podcast, or our video messages, then these headlines are going to definitely grab your attention. Because over the past couple of months, I have been having a series in visions of dreams concerning Israel, the Third Temple, the Ark of the Covenant, and the Archaeological Biblical Scroll findings. And then most recently, just within the past month or so, I've been having a series of dreams and visions concerning earthquakes and volcanoes. And so in the last two messages that I gave, um, I briefly talked about some of those dreams and visions and how the Lord revealed to me through Exodus chapter 19 concerning Mount Sinai uh, in connection to the earthquakes and the volcanoes that are occurring. He revealed that all these things are coinciding with Israel and significant events occurring in Israel. And he showed me that things will be heating up, that natural disasters and war would intensify and increase this month and the month of May in connection to biblical prophecy. So there are a lot of significant dates and a lot of events occurring in Israel in this month, which I also talked about. Israel just celebrated its 54th anniversary of the capturing of Jerusalem in the Temple Mount during the 1967 Six-Day War. 
that event is extremely very significant. It's played a crucial role throughout our history and it in Israel's history, including biblical prophecy. I'm going to talk a lot about that in some of these headlines in just a moment. On May 14th, Israel will also be celebrating its 73rd year anniversary since God reformed it as a nation in 1948. That's also very significant. One of the most profound prophetic events uh, of our lifetime, just in the last 70 to 80 years of our generation. Now, May 16th through May 18th will also be the Festival of Weeks, which is known as Cheval. It's the celebration of the giving of the Torah, the Ten Commandments through Moses on Mount Sinai, uh, and then also Pentecost is coming on May 23rd. So there's a lot of events that are, are happening. And so I talked about how uh, also that there is a coming super blood moon, lunar eclipse May 26 of the United States. I talked about the significance of previous blood moons and what they meant and how they revealed to be grave warnings to the Gentile nations, including our nation, the United States, and how they played a crucial impact in the role of COVID-19. So if you guys have not seen the last two messages that I put out concerning the month of May, as well as the blood moon that will occur on the 26th, when you get a chance, definitely watch it. You can watch it on our website, tribalchristians.com. You can watch it on our YouTube and Facebook pages as well, or listen to them on the Tribal Christians podcast. So I say this in just about every single message that I get that I give, and I cannot stress this and say this enough. There are no such things as a coincidence with God. There are no coincidences in biblical prophecy. There is no such thing as a coincidence in your own personal life. God is always working. He is always speaking. He is always moving and is actively involved in the nations. And he's involved in the lives of his people every single day. God is real. He is faithful. He is true to his word. He is true to his promises. He is who he says he is, and he will do what he says he will do. Now, rather if it's for Israel or rather if it's for the United States or if it's for your own personal life, God is sovereignly God, and his promises through his word are absolute truth and are available for every person who will hold on to them. And so with all these events, all the things that are happening, that are occurring, what they should tell us is that they should encourage us to draw near to God. As the Bible tells us, draw near to him and he will draw near to you. Trust him. These things should encourage our faith to increase in the Lord and the God of Israel, the God of the Bible, the God of Jacob and Abraham is real and he's sincere. Now, an article from the New York Post reports on the cyber attack which occurred forcing a shutdown of one of the top U.S. pipelines. The operator Colonial Pipeline said it actually shut down its systems for over 5,500 miles of pipeline after being hit by a ransomware cyber attack. One of the nation's largest pipelines, it carries fuel from Texas all the way up the East Coast to New York. And so it was actually forced to shut down and affected um, tons of cities and states and gas shortages. New York Governor Roy Cooper actually declared uh, New York, I'm sorry, North Carolina, a state of emergency 
Uh, after his cyber attacks, uh, which led to all these shortages of gases at the gas pump. So this is a very, a lot of people don't see this. And if you're not watching, it can be easily missed. It'll go right over your head. But what's happening here with this pipeline is actually very significant. And I believe is a significant warning sign to the United States, which I'm going to explain in details in just a moment. So a lot of prophetic things and patterns in the past have actually occurred and centered around oil resources. An oil crisis between the United States, the Middle East, and Israel actually has happened before as a result of the 1967 Six-Day War in Israel when Israel captured Jerusalem. So there was a significant crisis that occurred, and we are actually in the middle of celebrating uh, the Israel's capture of Jerusalem. So there's a pattern that is happening right now. Now, it was a pivotal moment in prophetic fulfillment in our nation and both in Israel, which significantly changed the world, and it changed the U.S. economy. It was at that moment where the U.S. dollar was actually removed from the gold standard, and it was pegged to oil. So if you guys will remember, the events that led to the Gulf War in Iraq, the very first war, were actually due because Saddam Hussein's invasion of Kuwait with the intentions of taking full control over the oil and the oil reserves, which would extend Iraq's power over the Middle East region. So again, as I say, there are no such thing as a coincidence. Again, this is another connection to the terrorist attacks that occurred on 9-11, all because of oil and the control of wealth in the Middle East. Now, our nation invaded Iraq in consequence over the threat of weapons of mass destruction, but essentially what happened was a result over the oil. So in the last two years, the past two years, I've talked about this a lot in the past messages, since the passing of late-term abortion in New York, and since the uh, events with the two-state solution peace plan that our nation put forward, the Lord gave me a prophetic warning, warning that disaster would strike the northeast coast of the United States. And so this headline is a warning of affirmation. This headline is a warning of affirmation to our nation. Now, I don't know if it exactly how it's going to occur. I don't know its exact timing, but I do believe uh, that the disaster could very well occur before the end of this year. Now, just a couple of months ago, I actually did a message concerning the 50-50 split in the U.S. Senate and its reoccurrence, which has happened before, just prior to the events of 9-11 in 2001 which happened right after an election, the 2000 elections between Bush versus Gore. And so the 2020 elections and the divide of the U.S. Senate, what that serves as a sign, and it points to a time frame, I believe, warning our nation of a possible disaster that might strike us even greater than the events of 9-11. So if you guys have not seen that video, you can definitely also check that out. I'm going to post links of all these uh, videos and messages that I've gave in the About section in this video. So God is getting our attention here, and I'm going to explain how these things play an even bigger part with China and Iran. So anything involving the East Coast, with the Northeast Coast, anything to do with oil, anything to do with Iran or China, pay very close attention to it, watch it carefully, keep your eyes and ears open.
Now, Sunday, May 9th, the U.S. Navy seized thousands of assault weapons on a cargo ship in the Arabian Sea, which was bound for Yemen. The U.S. Navy announced Sunday that it seized an armed shipment of thousands of assault weapons, machine guns, and sniper rifles that were hidden on the ship. They found over 3,000 Chinese Type 56 assault rifles. They recovered hundreds of heavy machine guns, sniper rifles, um, dozens of advanced Russian-made anti-tank guided missiles, and the shipment also included hundreds of rocket-propelled grenade launchers and optical sites for weapons. This is alarming, and this should tell us um, the plans of these nations, what they have planned in the future and their intentions. Now, in the last two messages that I gave, I briefly talked about the deal that was made between China and Iran. And the seize, so the seizement of these weapons that was discovered on this ship had Chinese and Russian manufactured military weapons, which confirms to me that China and Russia are supporting Iran's military conquest against Israel. And then there's an even greater sinister point, I believe, behind China that's geared to try to bring down the U.S. dollar and our economy. Now, the New York Times reports that China, with $400 billion Iran deal, could deepen its influence in the Middle East. Saturday, March 27, China agreed to invest $400 billion in Iran over 25 years in exchange for a steady supply of oil. Again, you have to pay extremely close attention to anything that's happening in the Middle East concerning the oil, especially with Iran or Israel. There is no such thing as a coincidence. So this deal essentially entails $400 billion of Chinese investments to be made in Iran over the next 25 years. In exchange, China will receive a regular heavily discounted supply of Iranian oil. That's a big deal. Now, make no mistake about this. This is extremely strategic. Iran, uh, Iran's target, what their goal is set on Israel and on Jerusalem. Iran needs the military support. They need the alliance as well as the finances to carry out its plans to attack both the U.S. and Israel. Now, China, China has its interests set on the South Pacific Islands, including Taiwan, and they are working to become the world's dominant economic leader in the world. China needs the fuel and the oil resources to power not only its economy, but also their military. Now, there was actually an article that was covered by ABC News back in 2009. A lot of people did not pay any attention to this. China called for a new global currency. China called for a global currency to actually replace the dollar. And then again, this past year, 2020, Various news agencies also reported that China wants to uh, wants its currency, the yen, to replace the U.S. dollar currency. That will give it more control over its economy and world dominance. A lot of folks don't realize this, but one of the reasons that the U.S. dollar remains strong in the world's leading currency, not a lot of people know this, is because of a term that's called the petrodollar. Now, the petrodollar uh, system is tied to the history of the gold standard. This is very crucial to understand uh, behind what's happening with the nations uh, and what the money system and what biblical prophecy. So after World War II, the United States held most of the world's supply of gold. And so our nation, what we did was we told all the other nations, 
that they could trade in their U.S. dollars in exchange for gold. So other countries signed on to this deal in the 1944 Bretton Woods Conference, which established the U.S. dollar as the world's reserve currency. So what happened was God used the wealth of the United States to actually finance the nation of Israel when it was refounded four years later in 1948. Through President Harry Truman, the United States became the first world nation to formally recognize the sovereignty of Israel, and we gave Israel the money it needed to rebuild. Then on February 14th, something else uh, happened, very significant, February 14, 1945. President Franklin Roosevelt initiated an alliance with Saudi Arabia, where the U.S. built an airfield in Saudi Arabia in exchange for military and business training. So this alliance actually served as a crucial influence during the, as, uh, during the Israeli and Palestinian conflicts. So a lot of patterns that happened back then, a lot of things that are happening today are uh, a reoccurring pattern that's happened before. As Saudi Arabia and Egypt have moved in significant ways and peace efforts with Israel, thanks to the diplomacy of President Trump. So perhaps this is in preparation for a coming war. Now, in 1971, U.S. stagflation prompted runs on the dollar. So many countries want to return. They want to turn in the U.S. dollars back in exchange for gold. Now, to protect the remaining U.S. gold reserves, President Richard Nixon removed the dollar from the gold standard. Very smart. As a result, the value of the dollar plummeted, which helped the U.S. economy uh, as its exports values also decreased, making our nation more competitive. And then in 1973, Nixon asked Congress, what he did was he asked Congress for military aid in support of Israel during the Yom Kippur War. As a result of the Israeli conflict, the Middle East countries stopped their oil exports, which skyrocketed the price of oil over six months. And then in 1979, the United States and Saudi Arabia negotiated the United States-Saudi Arabian Joint Commission on Economic Cooperation. They agreed to use the U.S. dollars for oil contracts. So the U.S. dollar would be recycled back to America through the contracts with U.S. companies. And so these companies uh, would then improve Saudi's infrastructure through technology transfer. The United States, therefore, uses the power of the petrodollar to enforce its foreign policy. And it's used the petrodollars actually recently to sanction Russia and its invasion of Ukraine as well as to sanction Iran and North Korea. And so last year, during the pandemic 2020, what happened with the oil? A lot of people may not have noticed this, but Russia and Saudi Arabia, what they did was they extorted the pandemic by increasing their oil productions. While the demand was extremely low, people weren't driving their cars, there was no need for gas. And so what happened was they increased the oil production driving the oil prices down, hurting oil exports in the United States and consequence impacting our nation's economy. Now, like I said, nothing is a coincidence. All of this is strategic. And just in the past weeks, headlines concerning hypoinflation in the United States have also swept the internet. Several major evangelists, including Perry Stone from Manifest and Pastor Dana Coverstone, have all put out videos concerning hyperinflation, dealing with the debt and the access of money and prices going up. 
So China is not only concerned about the U.S. debt ceiling, but it's looking to take control and dominance as the leading global currency. After all, China holds uh, a large portion of our debt. And so now there is this alliance. There's this major shift in the Middle East. China, Iran, Russia, uh, all in alliance, subsequently, which extends to Syria, Yemen, Lebanon, all the nations that are prophesied by the prophet Ezekiel concerning the war of Gog and Magog in Ezekiel 38. All the cards are now in play. So what this tells me is there's an imminent coming attack against the U.S. and Israel. And I believe that we're going to be hit financially and physically. However, I believe that these things are going, uh, these things that are happening are going on because I believe they have a lot to deal with Jerusalem, with the third temple, with uh, the temple mount. So I'm going to talk a little more about that as well in just a moment. The Lord is using all these things to shift as a tool for Israel to win over a greater sovereignty of its land in the Temple Mount, according to the prophecies of Zechariah chapter 12. Now, Monday, May 10th, uh, there were 12 or 13 Iranian gunboats that actually swarmed six U.S. warships. Over a dozen Iranian gunboats harassed formation of six U.S. warships who were escorting a submarine. Um, And the U.S. Coast Guard cutter actually fired over 30 warning shots in response in the Strait of Hormuz. Hormuz, I don't know if I can pronounce that right, but... um, And so the Iranian military vessels came within 150 yards of the U.S. forcing uh, us to fire back warning shots in response. Now, just a month ago, uh, actually two months into Biden's presidency, the Biden administration actually rushed in to try and revive the failed Obama-Iranian peace deal. Um, April 15th, U.S. President Joe Biden, uh, article reads, is intent on restoring the 2015 nuclear agreement with Iran. And so the Biden administration lifted millions of dollars in sanctions to Iran in an effort to get Iran to come back to the negotiating table on the nuclear talks. But now that Iran has resources it needs from China and Russia, it doesn't need the U.S. So it's clear that these nations are intent on removing and wiping the United States and Israel off the face of the map. They can't remove Israel without first targeting the United States because the United States is Israel's greatest ally despite a liberal presidency. But God is sovereign. He's in control. Great things are happening. Now, as I explained concerning uh, previously concerning the 2020 elections, I have been trying to explain over the past few months that God knows exactly what he is doing. There is no greater master planner than the Lord God. I've been trying to tell folks, do not worry about what's happened with the elections. There are greater things that are happening. And what we are seeing, folks, are the Lord's plans unveiling before us, prophecy being fulfilled, the greatest things that our generation could ever witness in the history of biblical prophecy. God is not only setting up the pieces in favor of Israel, he is moving in our nation and shaking the earth. God is just. He is faithful. There is no other God besides the Lord God. He is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And the Bible tells us clearly that God will bless those who bless Israel, and he will curse those who curse Israel. 
And that's been proven 100% effectively true, especially since 2019, when our nation unfortunately tried to implement a two-state solution between the Palestinians and Israel. As I have mentioned before, which I believe was a direct consequence of COVID-19 and everything else that followed. And so what I believe the Lord is doing is using these nations and these, uh, these pieces as a tool, as a way to bring about significant prophetic fulfillment concerning Jerusalem, the Temple Mount, and the Third Temple. And so what we're seeing is a merging of alliance between these nations with China, Iran, and Russia, all these nations who exists in Ezekiel's prophecy of the war of Gog and Magog. And, and although that's happening, I also believe more specifically these events are in our more imminent near future are about the Temple Mount and the Third Temple. That's one of the uh, crucial aspects that has to happen uh, for the end times. This past weekend was the 54th anniversary since Israel gained control of Jerusalem and the Temple Mount in 1967 during the Six-Day War from Egypt, Saudi Arabia, Jordan, Syria, and Palestine. So over the weekend, Jews in Israel were actually praying over the Temple Mount. They were praying for the Third Temple. And in response to a, uh, a court case that was going on concerning a, uh, Palestinian families that were being removed from Israeli settlements, Hamas, a terrorist organization, launched rockets into Israel targeting Israeli civilians. On the uh, headlines read, on anniversary of Six-Day War, the struggle for Temple Mount has been reunited. That's Israel 365 News. So I believe God is using the opportunity to fulfill biblical prophecy concerning the Temple Mount. In addition, Israel 635 News reports fire on the Temple Mount Zechariah's prophecy signaling third temple construction. Arab violence continued through Yom Yisrael, which is Jerusalem's day, and culminated on Monday night in what can only be described as a pitched battle on the Temple Mount. At one point, fireworks thrown by Arabs ignited a large tree standing adjacent to the uh, to the Muslim mosque, presenting the answer to the Jewish prayers, which are based on a prophecy by Zechariah, and which tells us that the temple will, was destroyed by fire, but it will be rebuilt in fire. Rabbi Yosef Berger, a rabbi of King David's tomb on Mount Zion, weighed in, saying that the Arabs may have seen this as a victory, but the fire last night will continue until it consumes them. Rabbi Berger said that the last time that there was a fire like this on the Temple Mount was the destruction of the Second Temple. The Arabs thought that they were repeating that, but what they failed to understand was that, according to the prophecy, it is precisely this fire which signals the return of the Temple. Anyone can see the videos on the internet, Rabbi Berger said. This is not a special effect. This is a prophecy precisely as described in the Bible, that fire, is, that fire is God using the Arabs to begin clearing the Temple Mount in preparation for the Third Temple. But the mitzvah, the commands uh, are not theoretical. We need to continue what God began and begin the work uh, of redemption. Now, after 2,000 years of exile, everything is moving very fast now, and it's now is finally clear that the focus of the entire world is on Jerusalem and on the Temple Mount. 
Zechariah chapter 12 prophesies about an outpouring of the Holy Spirit over Israel during the restoration of Jerusalem and of Judea and the house of David. The Lord who stretches out the heavens, who lays the foundations of the earth, and who forms the human spirit within a person declares, I am going to make Jerusalem a cup that sends all the surrounding peoples reeling. Judah will be besieged as well as Jerusalem. And then on that day, when all the nations of the earth are gathered against her, I will make Jerusalem an immovable rock for all the nations. All who try to move it will injure themselves. And on that day, I will strike every horse with panic and its rider with madness, declares the Lord. I will keep a watchful eye over Judah, but I will blind all the horses of the nations then the clans of Judah will say in their hearts, The people of Jerusalem are strong because the Lord Almighty is their God. Then on that day, I will make the clans of Judah like a fire pot in the woodpile, like a flaming torch among sheaves. They will consume all the surrounding peoples right and left, but Jerusalem will remain intact in her place. Very interesting. It's talking about fire and a flaming torch. So, what God is doing, what he's doing is provoking the nations to war against Israel against Jerusalem, concerning uh, the Temple Mount, exactly as he said he would do, for the purpose of revealing himself to Israel, his people, and to the nations of the world. Now, Monday night, May 10th, I had a very strong vision concerning Israel, concerning Europe and England. So last night, May 10th, uh, in a vision, I saw a man standing next to a large water font. The kind that you would see like uh, in the Catholic Church and what the Catholics use. And then there was a line of people standing in front of it. So a person would come and then they would couple their hands into the water to scoop up the water. And then when they scooped up the water and they looked into it, to per- they would perceive an image. There would be an image in the water and it would reflect uh, something significant about that person's life. And then so there was a woman who came, she cupped her hands into the water, and then the man told me to look into her hands and to tell him what I saw. So I looked into her hands and I saw a sword. And the man said that I saw correctly. And so I asked him what it meant. What does a sword mean? And he told me that it was an English sword. And that was all that he told me. And then I woke up. So upon praying on that dream and, and reflecting on it, I was re- it was revealed to me that the woman represented the Queen of England. And the sword represents war that will come to England and the European nations. Now, I haven't been given any further insights into that dream. And this is actually the first vision that I've had concerning another nation other than Israel. But I believe like all the other biblical prophetic things that are occurring, it will most likely have to deal with Israel. And it will be tied to the United States as well, being that we are an ally. So as I said, a lot of things are occurring and they're coinciding with Israel. And we're going to have to pay very close attention. We're going to have to be very attentive. We need to keep our eyes and our ears open. We need to pray and be fully alert. Things can happen quickly, faster than we can even imagine. And if we're not watching, if we... uh, If we're not watching, we can be caught off guard and we can completely miss the signs that God has purposed over our lives that are intended to draw us closer to Him. Now, at any moment, the trumpets can sound. Rather, 
you are a pre-tribulation, a mid or post-tribulation rapture believer, it doesn't matter. What matters is that the Bible is true. It is trustworthy. And one way or another, regardless, God's word is true, it's faithful, and it's going to be fulfilled. Now the question is, which end of the spectrum do you want to be on when those words are fulfilled and they are complete? The books are closed. You want to be, Do you want to be on one side where you fail to believe and accept that everything is happening? Do you believe, or do you, do you believe that all these things are a coincidence, or do you believe that God and His Word is true? That decision will impact your entire life for an entire eternity. It matters. Your life matters. Your decisions matter. Your beliefs matter. Your faith matters. What you do and don't do, what you say and don't say now, will forever matter. Your choices will have an entire eternal consequence. It will matter in the lives around you for all eternity. All you have to do is look up, look around, open your eyes. God, faith is not blind. God has given us the signs. If we will just simply listen and have the faith to believe, we'll see. It's time to get ready. It's time to be prepared to be found diligent and working for the Lord's kingdom at his return. Dear Heavenly Father God, I thank you for who you are. I thank you for your son Jesus, for your precious word and your Holy Spirit. Lord God, I ask that you may reach into every single life that is listening or watching this message right now, wherever they are. You know each of them by name and that you may call them and you may answer. They may answer your call. I ask that you pour your spirit upon their lives, that you may increase faith in their hearts. May they heed to your word. May they move closer to you in faith and in obedience. I pray for forgiveness over every single sin. I ask for healing over every illness healing over every disease and sickness in each of their lives in Jesus' name. Lord, may you move in your people on behalf of your word and on behalf of your love for them. May you stir up a fire upon their soul and that they may be joined in spirit and soul in unity with you and each other, that the world will know who you are because of their love for one another. May you watch over them and bless them. In Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. Now you can find more teachings just like this one on our website at tribalchristians.com. Don't forget to like, share, and to subscribe to the Tribal Christians podcast to stay up to date on future messages and help us to spread the gospel message. This concludes this episode's podcast. I am Brandon Dawson with the Tribal Christians. May God bless you and continue to be with you always.